All right, folks. Uh, welcome to Nino's Corner.tv. I'm I'm joined once again with Cash Patel. Um, you know, I, I wanted to go a little deeper into this situation with the FBI raid with Trump. Um, it seems to me like, you know, from what I can see, the deep state's panicked and they're making some really desperate moves. That That's how I see it. That's how I see this playing out. Like, if this was a fight, Cash, and I was watching a boxing match, it'd be like... Like you're watching a real beautiful exhibition from a fighter, boom, laying the leather on one on, on the opponent, on the guy that's getting beaten, and then all of a sudden it's like the seventh, eighth, ninth round, and he just all of a sudden hits a low blow, boom, the the the, the guy that's getting beat ends up uh, you know throwing a low blow, all right. And when that happens as a fighter, when I see something like that happen, I feel like I got this guy. It's 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 over. It's all but over. This guy's doing some. He's throwing everything but the kitchen sink, and he's. He's throwing low blows, panic. That's a panic move. Could I relate that to this? What we're seeing here with the deep state? I mean, are they now reaching for straws? Are they making? Are they going through desperate measures such as an FBI raid to try to stop Trump in his tracks? Well, all of it. Well, one thing I wish I could do is put them in the ring with you, and that would be the end of it. <laughs> also, I bet you. I bet you we could get Budweiser even sponsor that. <laughs> yeah, but um, look. I think you're, I think you're onto something. Um, it's great to be back with you. Thanks so much for um, having me back on the show. I have to give a shout out to my Margie and Mike Cullinan. I love them dearly. Miss them. Uh, thanks for putting us in touch. It's it's how we get to great, great uh, audiences. Um, and so, yeah, look, I was a national security prosecutor. I was the guy that did Russiagate and all this other stuff. And one thing I learned is that once you get the agencies firing at themselves and you get out of the way, you're winning. And we're almost there. It took a while during Russiagate. First, everybody's on the same team, including the fake news mafia. Then you crack the code and you actually get their documents. And you're like, wait, you were right when you said they were lying and broke the law. And we're getting there. Right now, FBI, DOJ, and the National Archives are all in sync. But uh-oh, they just got caught lying. They said they swore the White House was not in on it. But now the White House not only was in on it, as I said, mm -hmm. there was no way the White House Counsel's Office didn't know and didn't authorize this and didn't approve of this. And now what do we have? Their own documentation that says we were in on it. Joe Biden authorized the invasion of the executive privilege stuff. So that's just the beginning. Look, it's going to take time. Uh, you know, I think we'll eventually get to the point that you're talking about. These are they're not quite desperate measures yet from them because they're too evil. Um, and they're too good to hit. It's almost like evil only knows to move forward and they just know arrogance. That's they're it. They're so used to calling all the shots and doing everything on their own time. They're under a microscope now. Now everybody's watching them in horror, I might add. Everyone's watching them and we're seeing every move they make now. They used to do all this in darkness and now yeah. it's in the light. Well, that, and that's the, that's the key about, you know, that's the mission we set out for. When, whenever, you know, when I was in government, you know, get out the documents to the American public so they don't have to listen to me talk about it. Read it. Read the DOJ. Read the FBI. Read the reports. It's part of the reason we created the database at cash, fightwithcash.com. Free database for every single government document we can get our hands on. We post weekly, Jan 6, Durham, Russiagate. You bet we're posting on this once these documents start coming out and we've got our hands on uh, a couple of good ones for this week. But if the American public could just start by reading the documents themselves, that's the best way to be like, hey, these guys have been lying to us the whole time. You don't need CNN or the fake news mafia to carry their lies. You need to expose them and have some accountability. And look, the midterms are key to this. The American public has seen 
what happens when we don't have the majority and the investigations that need to come a Russiagate style investigation like Devin and I ran need to happen on day one when the gavel switch demand subpoenas for documents, subpoenas for witnesses in public. And when they fail to cooperate, Congress controls the budget. You take their money, you take FBI and DOJ's money and the documents will come the next day. Is it a stretch to say that maybe the elections may not happen? Maybe. No, I think they're, they're definitely think, happening. You think yeah. they'll happen, but do you think there'll be any way they kick the can down the road or might be an abrupt stop to it? I mean, I mean, because- listen, if, if they delay the elections, they might as well just stop and give 2022 and 2024 to the America first movement. I mean, that would just literally, maybe they're dumb enough. Uh, I, I don't think <laughs> they're that dumb. I think they're just evil and very smart, which is a terrible combination when you're supposed to be serving the American public. But the same corrupt crew that did Russiagate is now back in power at DOJ. The same counterintelligence FBI agents that did not just Russiagate, but Hunter Biden laptop and Hillary Clinton and the Whitmer raid and all this stuff is now back in charge of the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid. These people, Mm -hmm. their only end goal is to make sure Trump doesn't run. They can't do that by saying we're going to delay the election. I mean, some goofball probably thinks over there that that's a good idea. But right now they're fighting each other quietly inside. They're like, we overreached. No, we didn't. I was in the National Security Division. I worked there. I was a terrorism prosecutor. I know exactly the people that are there. And wow. a couple of them are po- politically overreaching. And there's some career guys going, what are we doing here? This is not how we investigate national security cases. Certainly not when the president is uh, a, a former president is a target. And then, oh, by the way, we go take his passports. We go take attorney-client privilege information. We go take executive privilege information. You know, we got to be writing all these rules down. When you can subpoena members of Congress, when you can invade former presidents' homes, when you can lie to the federal courts and get away with it, we got to use these rules against them when we're in power and remind the media every day that they championed this form of government overreach when it favored their political end goal. And we got to shove it down their throats uh, with the truth. That's the only thing that matters at the end of the day. And it's the the one they're terrified of. Trump announces major lawsuit in response to Mar-a-Lago raid, and he says it violated his Fourth Amendment rights. Uh, and just to remind my audience, the Fourth Amendment originally enforced the uh, the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. It protects against arbitrary arrests, and is the basis of the law regarding search warrants, shop and frisk, or stop and frisk safety inspections, wiretaps, and other forms of surveillance, as well as being central to many other criminal law topics and to the privacy of law. Um, what are any developments now with his um, his uh, his uh, lawsuit that he's, he's put forth on the Mar-a-Lago raid? Any developments on that? I mean, so it's, it's a long way to go. As a former public defender who challenged tons of these warrants and a prosecutor who brought a lot of them, you know, he's basically contesting in court uh, through a pleading that says this was unlawful. You violated my constitutional rights. There's going to be hearings. There's going to be document searches. There's going to be witnesses. I mean, it's going to take some time. Plus, it's got to get out of this magistrate judge's hands, who's basically the equivalent of like the JV judge that kicks it up to a district court judge, which is a lifetime appointee and Senate confirmed. So we're not even in the major leagues yet, but it's the right approach by the Trump legal team to start challenging not just the search warrant itself, but the seizure and who is looking at what in terms of at the DOJ and FBI of what was taken? And then how did they get it so wrong that they took his passport so he couldn't travel and they took all this privileged information? What do you, it's not like this DOJ doesn't know 
how to conduct a search, especially if they're going in there with their corrupt government gangsters in the FBI to raid a former president's home. They knew exactly what they were doing. They got an overly broad search warrant, which says, go in there, look everywhere and take everything. That's not supposed to happen. You're supposed to file these with particularity of the things and places to be searched and the things to be seized. They didn't do that. Look, I don't know that the search warrant will ever get overturned. My focus is on the underlying documents. That's where you're going to see the criminality and the fraud, just like you saw it in the Russiagate uh, FISA warrants. And until we get the FBI DOJ documents that show their political bias, that show where the money came from, that show the same corrupt actor signed off on this, uh, that's the win for us. Not trying to get this monumental fantasy um, that we're going to somehow take over the judicial system and fix it overnight. That's not how you do it. How you do it is to show the American people. Is it a rumor? Is it is it a fact that the judge that signed the search warrant was formerly Jeffrey Epstein's uh, attorney? He used to be the attorneys for Jeffrey Epstein's like pilots and companies and stuff like that. So yeah, Same thing. I I mean, right. he, he probably he probably knows where the black book is. And how many times Bill Clinton and everybody else flew down to Epstein Island. Uh, so shocking that he, also the judge that recused himself from Trump's RICO civil case that he filed, somehow said, well, I'm fine on this one. And I think he's starting to feel the heat. Um, you know, there should be no man or woman in America who sits in front and adjudicates justice when they know, they know they are biased and cannot do so. That's literally the law. And these people are just making it up as they go along. So what, what exactly were they looking for? I, I heard they were looking for paperwork related to nuclear secrets. Is that is there any truth to that? Um, are they implying that Trump maintained some kind of control over the nuclear arsenal or kept secrets to sell to somebody like Clinton I mean, did? Who knows with these lunatics? I don't know. I wasn't part of it in the summer. I wasn't there. I learned with the rest of the world that they, you know, there was even stuff at Mar-a-Lago. Um but the bottom line is, what exigency or emergency are they talking about? For two years, they investigated President Trump, quote unquote, knowing that he had these nuclear material secrets there. And they just said, yeah, we'll wait. And then they issued a search warrant on a Friday and gave the FBI the weekend off and said, don't worry about it. It's not really that important. No, those two things can't, all those things can't be true. And at the end of the day, what people are calling for, and rightly so, is remember when Bill Clinton admitted after leaving the presidency that he had nuclear codes and he hid them right. in a stock drawer? And the Department of Justice said, it's okay, you don't have to ever turn that over. And he kept them. If you apply the same facts and law to this case, Donald Trump is more than in the free and clear. The only difference is getting the underlying evidence to show the corruption. That's what we have to root out. And that's what we have to show the American people. Well, I mean, didn't Hillary already do that? I mean, with Uranium One, I mean, they're projecting and they're gaslighting. And then also didn't Hunter and the Biden family already do that with China? So they're accusing Trump of being guilty of exactly what they have done. Well, what that's they what they done. do. That's what they do over and over again, whether it's a Hunter Biden laptop or it's, you know, uh, pay for play in China or improper phone calls in from the Ukraine and Vice President Biden versus Trump's perfectly legal and legit phone call or Bill Clinton's taking of classified nuclear information and sticking it in a sock drawer. Uh, you know, it's, it's, here it is. It's the two-tier system of justice on display. And finally, finally, thanks to shows like yours, America is waking up and saying, that's what pisses Americans off more than anything. Not politics, not the racial divide. Um, it's if you're going to treat me and my family and my friends in this way, 
then you better treat yourselves the same way because you serve us and not the other way around. Right. And that yeah, dude, I'll be honest, sense. even with what I do, covering the, the news I do, there's a little bit of paranoia there, man. I, they, you know, like you'd be a target and the feds come busting down my doors. I mean, it's there. You know what yeah. I mean? I got to think about that every day. No, and you shouldn't have to. And we have to restore this country to the place where that didn't exist, where we hunted down twice as hard those in government who thought they could abuse their power and their position in government to advance their own political or self-interest. We have to take over the FBI and DOJ and get out this tainted leadership, corrupt leadership. And the only way to do that, look, it's not going to happen in, 20, in November here. That's the start of accountability where you put these people on blast for the American public. But in 2024, when whether it's Trump or somebody else comes in, you got to clean everyone out. And now America is hip to the fact that these career people don't actually serve apolitically. Not at DOD, not at the White House, not at CIA, not at NSA. You got to put in the right people. We've got the bench to do it. Now we just got to get it right. You know, I want to ask you about that. You know, 2024, you know, obviously your man's Trump. He's my, that's the guy, I'm, that, you know, that's the horse I rode in on. And that's, that's the horse I'm with is Trump. But how do you feel about DeSantis? Look, Ron's, you know, he he's doing a great job in Florida. And yeah, I'm just, I don't know if I trust him. You know what I mean? I don't know if I trust, I like, I'm uh, just leery of anybody the media gets behind. I'm like, eh. Well, look, I think Ron, you know, he's running for his second term in governor in November. So he's got to focus on that. The legislative cycle in Florida starts in January. You know, he has a state to run. That's his job as the commander in chief of Florida. So I think he'll be pretty busy with that. I don't I can't predict the future whether or not he's going to run or not. But I think as a, and he's and he's 43. So if he wants to run in five years for president, he's still going to be like the youngest guy to ever have the office. Yeah. Pretty darn experienced. Uh, Eric Trump stated that they will release the surveillance footage of the raid. Any idea of when or what or what we will be seeing on there? You know, I haven't looked at it, and Eric's a good buddy of mine, and we travel together, and we, we do a lot of events and speaking engagements together. You know, I think the right move, and this is the move that they've taken, is that, you know, DOJ and FBI have requested it. Sure, give it to them. Who cares, right? And then when it's appropriate, release it to the world. Because what the DOJ and FBI want that for, and remember, these guys were like, per public reporting, shut those cameras off. Well, what are we going to see in that nine-hour-plus footage of Mar-a-Lago? Are we going to see FBI agents acting like gangsters, or are we going to see FBI agents acting like the lawful uh, badge-wearing law enforcement officers apolitical that they're supposed to be? It might be the former, which is why they're probably freaking out about this video. And, you know, we see one wrong move. And How can they make such a it. dumb mistake, though? I just, don't they know this is a comeback and bite them in the ass? Don't they know? No, you said it at the beginning. It's arrogance. They, they, they never think they're going to get caught. And they put it in their own emails and their own text messages because they're so arrogant, like Lisa Page and Peter Strzok and Comey and McCabe. They never think that they're going to get caught. And then we come along and catch them. The same crew is running this investigation and there's the same ethos. We're above it, man. This system of justice doesn't apply to us. We are doing, quote unquote, God's work by prosecuting President Trump and the mainstream high liberal media is going to carry their water. And those days are coming to an end. People have seen over, it's taken years. It's taken years to get to this point, to shut off the TV and shut off CNN and stop reading yeah. the New York Times and to get to programs like yours. And that's why I still tell people, we're just starting because half of the world or America still thinks Trump's a Russian asset. And I'm like, do you really? Have you actually learned from the multiple investigations that proved he was not? I know you bought into it and it's okay to admit you're wrong quietly, but maybe you shouldn't <laughs> read the Washington Post anymore. 
So uh, two people involved in every anti-Trump scandal keep appearing. John Carlin, Assistant Attorney General of National Security, whom authorized the Russiagate hoax, and number three official of the DOJ, at the DOJ, as well as Lisa Monaco, who is number two official. Could you elaborate on these two for my audience? Yeah, we got to put the, everybody on blast. John Carlin was my boss at the National Security Division when I was a oh! prosecutor back. And when I was running the, uh, when I was the main headquarters prosecutor for Benghazi, and I disagreed with them on how we were bringing the case. But I said, Roger, that chain of command must be followed. You guys are the leadership. We're going to do it that way. That leadership went uh, to authorize the Russiagate hoax. And a, the assistant attorney general for national security, John Carlin, sits atop of that investigation. And who was his mentor? Lisa Monica, who is now the number two there, who used to be a high level Justice Department official and senior White House Obama aide. These, that's why I keep saying it's not an accident that they're there. Merrick Garland picked them personally to run these cases. And the same prosecutor, I mean, they're, they're, they're supervisors or whatever you want to call them. They're not really line prosecutors anymore. But these same people have handpicked the counterintelligence squad at the FBI that they handpicked to run the Russiagate and the FISA warrant abuse and every investigation after that that was politically motivated. You got to put these people on blast. They got to go before Congress, every single one of them to testify publicly, and they cannot be allowed to leave their seats until they give us every answer we're owed. You know, is this, I kind of see this as now that the microscope is on the FBI, I think now we're going to start seeing the surgically dismantling of what we've known as the FBI. Am I right in saying that, you think? I think you're going to see a lot of whistleblowers. And, you know, guys like Senator Grassley and Jim Jordan are doing, you know, these amazing whistleblower protections and and the world is starting to see, you remember when whistleblowers used to be a cool thing because it was the radical left who made them up like that guy charmella who who falsely started an impeachment hoax yeah. as a whistleblower based on false intelligence i bet you that guy still has a government job and salary but now we are going to see what righteous whistleblowing looks like and it was impressive to me to read just last week that we had like 10 guys come forward from the FBI. I heard 14. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, maybe, yeah. great. And we're going to need them to come in in droves. And I think the FBI I know and the agents I used to work with are pissed off that the FBI is being treated like this. And we are going to see a lot of whistleblower activity. We have to support that. We have to champion that. And the difference between when we do it versus when they do it is we're doing it with the facts and the truth. And they're doing it with the radical left media. What do you think on the, you know, I'm going to ask you some questions from my, from my audience, if that's all yeah. right. I just got a few yeah. questions from my audience. I promised them they could be involved in my interviews. Oh, I love and, that. But, that's the best way to do it, man. Yeah, because I do. I just feel like everyone, you know, wants to feel like they have a voice. And so I yeah. take certain questions. So, so forgive me if they're a little out of order, if we already covered yeah. them, but I, I promised my audience I would do this. Oh, yeah. So Hillary Clinton had a private server and had a private associate wipe it clean with computer software. The FBI also found government phones that were smashed to prevent evidence being discovered. 33,000 plus emails bleached. We hear nothing. We hear nothing. As a same, At the same time, the raid takes place, Hunter Biden's laptop gets introduced, introduced to the FBI. Is this just all a big distraction, smoke and mirrors, or gaslighting uh, to take away from who's really guilty? In other words, do you think they're doing this Trump raid as a distraction from what's real? I don't know if it's a distraction as if they're just using it as a political cudgel. Look, Hunter Biden's going to get charged. It's not going to happen for a minute, but that guy's getting charged. And remember, these same 51 geniuses who used to run the CIA and Defense Department came in and said Russian disinformation. 
and they blocked out the New York Post for reporting on it. Root truthfully. Now what happens? Fast forward a year. Same thing. The truth comes out. They get exposed. No one says sorry. And they create another scandal, the raid. And so we just got to keep hammering on all fronts. We can't give up on any of them. And we're going to keep reporting it. I know your show will. I know we're dominating on Truth Social. We're winning millions of people over every day. Get off Twitter. Get off the fake book, the Titter, and everything else. And come yeah. on over to the fun party at Truth Social. I, I use uh, I use YouTube as a, as like the Pied Piper to bring in the normies. And then I funnel them <laughs> That's to good the, as long as you're bringing them in. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm trying to do, man. I'm, I'm working hard here. I love uh, it. Another question. Another question from an audience member. Um it said he well okay i think we kind of covered this but let me ask you this so here's a different one do you see any truth to the rumor of jared kusher being a snitch the snitch that called well, i you know, know jared i've worked with him for a long time he's he's really a smart guy um and, you know you got to submit these peace deals at the end of the day you can't you can't be uh you can't fail on any front and achieve that historic achievement that president trump led so um He's, uh, you know, and I know the president obviously loves him. And so I just don't think that that I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I mean, I've never really looked into Jared too much, but that's just one of the uh, questions I got here. So here's another one. Do you think they plan on arresting Trump? Do you think they uh, do you believe this could bait the Trump supporters into protests and chaos? So they will not indict him, in my opinion. They want to indict him. Make no mistake. They want to arrest him. I think there might be one or two people who are smart enough over there to realize they do that. And he doesn't even have to run in 24. He's president. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's already like that with this. I mean, we're pretty close. Well, so the raid backfired, right? They thought the raid would decimate him in the public eye. (laughs) Boy, were they wrong. The fundraising after the raid was through the roof, like record levels. And the, what I, you know, what I've been telling, I talked to the president often, what I've been telling him is like, the base is super energized. Let's now take this opportunity to educate the middle eight to 10% because that's who decides elections, right? And that's what we're talking about here. And in, in, in when your audience asks questions like that, I think that's, it's coming from there. It's coming from people like, are they going to, are they going to completely screw the pooch and go totally political nuclear? Maybe, but I don't think so because they've seen that if they do that, then they're defeating themselves in their own game. But I think, you know, when is a fighter most dangerous cash is when he's hurt, you know, yeah, hurt. And that's, yeah. yeah. And that's when they start throwing haymakers. They start doing things that are out of their character. So maybe, yeah, I, that's what I see with the deep state. I, I They cannot like they're all going to go down if, if, they, if they lose in 24. They they're all going down. So they're going to do anything. Yeah. And I and I, I won't put, put anything past them. Do you agree with that? I, look, I mean, I that's why I'm asking I, you about the. No, I can happen in November. I'm like, I'm wondering if they're going to create some kind of scenario. No, I'm not worried about that. Um, and, and in November, but I, I see what you're saying. Like they know if Trump comes back in, Congress is just the first step, right? They can bob and weave a little bit and sort of weasel out of, because Congress can't prosecute. But in 24, when there's a change completely in the executive, yeah, I'm going to be the guy reminding everyone that the statute of limitations has not expired, that these people committed crimes and conspiracies that carried the day, and we are going to put them all down based on facts. And I, they are terrified of that. That's why they're attacking you, me. That's why the clowns in the ma- fake news media every week issue another hit piece on me. But, you know, we get them to name my children's book, The Plot Against the King, <laughs> and, and, and just do free education services for us. So, that's the mission now. My mission is my charity, my foundation, helping veterans and kids and educating America on literally everything possible that happened from Russiagate on. 
and making sure our kids actually know the history of what's going on right now, because they're not too young to learn it. The left would be teaching them this nonsense if it was if it was up to them. They're doing CRT and gender dynamics. I'm talking about truth, the Constitution and serving America as if that's somehow now taboo because uh, Trump's senior aide wrote it. So the, the the children books that you that you wrote the chil- the children book that you wrote is the plot against the king. You're wearing the shirt right there. The plot against the the king. Where can people get that? Can yeah, I- it's the plot against the king uh, dot com. It's Russiagate for kids for adults and on Truth Social. It's not, <laughs> it's not Russiagate for pets. It's amazing. It's the number one children's book in that category in the country, and it did so well. We're doing a trilogy in two weeks. We're announcing the book two, the plot against the king book two. The media is going to lose it because they think this subject is taboo and and untouchable. Well, we made it touchable. Are you introducing this into schools, elementary schools and stuff like that? Are you able to do that? You nailed it. Our mission now at The Plot Against the King and Brave Books is to implement these books in every single school across America and every public library because they've got their books. Why can't we have ours? And these aren't political books. And I'll be the first one to tell you. Nothing in there says be conservative, be Republican, be Democrat, be liberal. It says follow the truth. Serving your country is important. The Constitution is cool. Freedom of speech matters. These are our core values that you and I grew up on. This is why we are the way we are. And our kids should be no different. So plotagainsttheking.com, we'd love your support. And I'm going to come back on your show in a couple of weeks and, and launch this and help launch this book. And people are going to lose it. I love it. Thank you, Cash Patel, for joining me. Everyone go to the, the plotagainsttheking.com, the plotagainsttheking.com and get the, and get the book. Thank you, Cash, so much. Thanks, brother. We'll see you on Truth Social. All right. God bless you. Thank you.